When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My goodness me. Oh, we'll get there. Private panel. I'm on sexy watch. You want to wear that, Tom? It's good. It's brown. Where are the bobbleheads? Mr. J. Hi, everyone. It's time to make it happen. And what's that it? Pod lead And what's pod lead It's Top Bottle Podcast spelled backwards. My name is is Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and I do have breasts, I do have hips, I'm learning to live with it. <laughs> My name's J.W. Crump, and people have seen people with short hair before. <laughs> and I'm Alexander Price, and I'm very well known for my decadent collections. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, so many good characters. We are here today talking about Cycle 7, Episode 4, The Girl Who Joined the Circus. Another cycle that's like... Another cycle. Another title. episode title that's a weird because this one should be The Girls. Yes. Yes. Who joined the circus because... They... Or The Girl Who Can't Cook Eggs. Oh, <laughs> my God. Okay, before, before I get into that, I have so many thoughts, questions. I'd be okay if the whole episode was that. <laughs> the previously on is one of my favorites ever. Even without a quote, here's my here's my rendition of the previous song. This is your sepia tone flashback. This cycle we found Monique. Monique, did you meet Monique? There she was. There she is. There she goes. Monique. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't get an update. Will you deliver my eulogy? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> just replace with Hannah. Yes. No, just Monique. <laughs> just Monique. <laughs> Everyone's like, am I at the wrong theater? (laughs) But they're captivated. (laughs) But seriously, they don't mention anyone else. You wouldn't even know who the remaining contestants are. Well, I can talk about it now. So I ended up watching the recap. Uh, And so there's stuff that we can talk, that I'll sprinkle into these episodes. Ooh, I like that. Give us a little taste. (laughs) Y'all, Monique, (laughs) there's more Monique stuff that we did not see. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Monique, guys, mo Monique, mo problems. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Monique bullies Melrose Moore, oh. including saying "die, bitch, die," <laughs> and then standing next to her, ripping things out of her hand as she's trying to cook, and then copying her, like threateningly standing near the stove and like repeating everything she says. Oh my god! And and Melrose is like, "Can you just please leave? You're scaring me." She's like, "Will you please leave? You're scaring me." I mean, it was like that. That's like a really weird like demonic stepchild energy yeah, yeah i'm almost surprised that they edited that stuff in more so in the recap and whatever because it truly makes the show look bad yeah uh, well and then because this psycho val did not happen no monique <laughs> nope. monique also thought someone ate her doritos so she pulled everyone's food <laughs> it was not lisa my, not it my rolitos <laughs> yeah it was lisa <laughs> she pulled everyone's food out of the cupboards stepped on it and then poured it into the trash and then who's the one that stood up uh, stood up against her? Amanda. Wow. Which Amanda have been doing some of that. So that doesn't True. fully surprise me. Uh yeah, those are the those are the Monique. Real big oh. Monique ones. 
And we start the episode with Melrose doing whatever the opposite of eulogizing is. <laughs> where she's like, I was sitting there. She says this confusingly, though, because she was like, when they were... Melrose says a lot of things confusingly. confusingly <laughs> because she was like, when they were in the bottom two, I was like, oh, I hope they chose, they choose Monique. And I was like, I know what you're saying, but it sounds like you're saying... They I want her to stay. They want her to stay because yeah. you choose the winner yes. of the bottom two. And then Michelle is just like, no one's sad to see her go. Justice was served. I'm going to let someone besides Melrose talk about this so you all know we hated her. Yeah. Let's take a celebratory group shower. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> once again, I'm going to agree with the adults in the room. Melrose needs her sleep. So here's the thing for me in this episode. I start to see here how Melrose could be a little much. How she could be a little annoying, a little passive aggressive. But this moment, no. Let the girl get her three hours of sleep. <laughs> yes. And then Meg calling her a bitch. Well, it's not very rock and roll. <laughs> it's the least rock and roll. But it was 1.15 a.m. If we're to be, and that clock is to, to be, be fair, believed. I love how Brooke doesn't get in the shower. She just comes and she's like, group shower. Yeah, I love this for you guys. Bye. The thing I noticed about Meg this episode. That she puts on makeup before going to bed? No, that she can't not smile no matter what her emotion is. Sure. When she's angry. She has a full smile. When she's weeping, she has a full smile. Someone that should also have maybe had a psychic valve. <laughs> no. I I think that's just how her face is, honestly. I think she just like goes into a smile no matter what she's feeling. I think Megaga is truly just happy. happy. <laughs> I think she is. And you know what? Melrose is a little miss know-it-all. <laughs> that's the meanest thing Brooke's, Brooke's ever said. In her life. <laughs> Because even Brooke is just like, people just aren't getting along with Mel. I'm doing Tyra's baby voice. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> just aren't getting along with Melrose. She's a little miss know-it-all. <laughs> and then just, it's as if Brooke, after that sentence, poses for five minutes. Just like, mm. And then she goes up to Melrose later and is like, I'm really sorry. I said you were a know-it-all. Please, please forgive me. <laughs> and she doesn't out. even apologize. She's like, I just feel like I need to get this all out in the open. Because <laughs> I don't want anybody talking about me behind I called you a little Miss Know-it-all. It's how I feel. You have lots of other great qualities. <laughs> and I love that about you. <laughs> uh, this episode put me in a really weird position of agreeing with you, Gina. Oh, can I just say that for the next couple of episodes, <laughs> Anna, I have this... I can't. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I start like agreeing with Eugenia. Like a lot. A lot. It's disconcerting. Like, yeah. Oh, no. I'm uncomfortable. But please, you first. So Jada, as Jada does, is talking about her hair. Oh Guess my God. what, guys? Jada literally has nothing else to talk about in her life. She's saying she has people looking at her like they're not sure exactly what she is. And then from off camera, we hear a please and i was like who is that who is this queen that just said please to jada and it was eugenia she's a hero people have seen short hair before yeah my intro quote of like you aren't the first short-haired woman, woman. oh Twiggies my god on the panel the way she talks about women and hair is so upsetting she says that hair is important for a girl yeah just never stops talking about it. hair is what makes all women feel beautiful i'm like jada please don't talk for all women please ever it's so reductive she's the kind of person who you're, you're like i can't i can't wear blue blue's the boy color uh -huh. oh yeah a girl's never worn blue i'm like what you, you know if she had a daughter that thing had a bow in her hair from birth to like two years old oh yeah and she had a full wig on from birth <laughs> i'm not gonna have a ball baby <laughs> while we're like having a, a a rare moment of eugenia stanship i also want to say that 
Eugenia is the only person who gets this secondary interview look. Yes. And she looks way better. Yeah. Like this ponytail. Also, the ponytail her to skin the side. looks a lot better. Yeah. And I think it's mostly lighting. And every so often we get the old Eugenia <sighs> interview look. And I'm like, did Eugenia have a moment where she's like, we're refilming this? <laughs> I look terrible and you guys let me do this and how dare you. Where she fired her producer. Mm-hmm. Once again, queen. Yeah. yeah, right? Do it. Remake yourself. So let's talk about these eggs. <laughs> the small family. <laughs> oh so my gosh. I, if I wake up and eat, make myself breakfast, mm. four eggs is what I eat. Not before I, not after I've eaten anything else. <laughs> For like the day. That's like my big meal and breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four eggs. Mm-hmm. I am a big man. <laughs> But can we talk about how she cooks these eggs, though? Uh, cooks is putting it very yes, mildly. Very, very generous with cook. Oh, my God. They're burned and raw. Yes. Which seems hard to do with eggs. <laughs> well. You, you see her, like, she cracks four eggs into the same pan. I'm going to talk about this. because it's, it's a tiny upsetting. pan. Please do it's it. It's a tiny pan. She cracks four eggs in them to, like, cook them over easy, I guess. The bottom is clearly black, it's and the top is clear and runny. It's because the she's doing it quick. It's so and upsetting. Not the wrong temperature. No. <laughs> and then she's just like mashing some kind of ground meat into the bag. The sausage that's grilling on the side. <laughs> and on the phrase of like, I'm, I already ate, but I'll eat again. I mean, I've said that. I've said I mean, in the morning. No. <laughs> in the also morning, not in a modeling competition. And Amanda is so perplexed. Amanda is watching this like a car wreck. Like, what is happening? Which is a lot of it's food. so many eggs. Yeah. It's. Could you imagine how many eggs this house goes through? <laughs> With Anshul alone. Oh my god! All right, so they get their Tyramel twist, bend, stretch. We're gonna be so get it. Twisted. Brooke wants Ebony to come back. Yep. <laughs> they went to the same school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Brooke and Ebony are best friends Ebony somewhere. was Ebony was uh, Brooke's mentor, student mm. mentor. Oh, my God. High school big sis. <laughs> I love it. Okay, this is a dumb thing I'm going to say. Uh-huh. Because I know this isn't true. Sure. Is Brooke's hair growing? And I know, <laughs> I know, like, literally hair's growing. Sometimes all around us. <laughs> sometimes br- the length of Brooke's hair I is not what I think it was right after makeover. I think Brooke styles it differently and that's why it looks different. Sometimes it looks it's just so, very full. Yeah, like she's blown it out. And sometimes it's long in a way that I feel like it wasn't. It's when she straightens it. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But it looks straight even when she's not straightening it. That's why it's confusing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But she does sometimes blow out her hair. She just doesn't have any... Brooke doesn't have any shape to her hair. She doesn't. No, she truly doesn't. Even though... And that's why I think she wants that wind in her hair when she walks. She's like giving it shape, giving it shape, uh, uh, giving it shape. What's weird is I think Brooke has both thick hair, which is catching the wind, but also straight hair, which is like creating a wall. <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of the hair I have. It means you could never wear lip gloss. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's just in your mouth all day. And then every time I turn to my left, I'm like, that's a different leg. It's changing. <laughs> Sorry. I had to. This has bothered me for episodes. Every time I look at Brooke, I'm like, what is the timeline? There sure. are lots of hair problems coming up mm-hmm. this cycle. Oh, mm-hmm. we've seen Megica. 
But y'all, we get Stacy McKenzie. Stacy McKenzie, who I stand. I do as well. I love. I forgot that she was because she becomes such a big part of America's Next Top Model later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot that she was a perma judge. Yeah, on me too. Canada's Next Top Hosted Model, hosted by Jay Manuel. She yeah. is supremely underutilized this episode. Oh, so much. Because we all know from her later episodes how great she is. She's one of the redeeming qualities of Leader later Top Model. Oh, oh, for sure. And she can host so well. Yeah. Has a great, indiv- can really speak to individuality and mm-hmm. looks. If you're going to do edgy quirkiness, you know, she introduces edgy quirkiness. I'm yeah. like, yes, this is the perfect person to talk about how to... I don't know, it, language of show, utilize your, your uniqueness. Yeah. And those legs. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, her legs. Stacey McKenzie in shorts is a national treasure. <laughs> Canadian national <laughs> An treasure. An international treasure, actually. Yeah. Then she introduces someone who cannot get it. <laughs> Jonathan what? Nosen. And what's a shame is, like, on paper. No. He, he should be able to get it. And every time I looked at these poses, I was like, oh, you're limber. But then I would look at him again. <laughs> Too limber. And I was like, oh, that, no. that amount of limberness is not uh, he's sexual. He's from acrobac.com. <laughs> what? Say that again. Acrobac.com. <laughs> One more time. Acrobac.com. <laughs> that was your three different cover girl Thank commercials. You. But uh, mm, mm, mm. I also love that they're like, you will have to do these poses for fashion. And I'm like. No, you won't. Also, what are, these, what are these costumes that they put them in? I don't know. With belts. Is this when yoga was just sort of becoming part of the popular Must consciousness? Be. Is this like when Gwyneth Paltrow invented yoga? Yes. <laughs> yes. This year? It, also, I, I do like that at first, Stacy and Jonathan are really pitching these crazy poses that none of them will ever be able to do. And then eventually he actually tells them what they're doing is like, here's what I can do. And yeah. here's your crappy commercial version. <laughs> like, which is what it truly is. Yes. yes. I also didn't know, is he a model? Because they seem to imply that he... Stacy says that. Yeah. That he's a model, but I don't think he's a model. No, he's a contortionist. Yeah. He's an acrobat. Maybe he's he an acrobat. models acrobat wear. Which, oh, maybe for acrobat.com. Yes. Is this his line? What they're wearing? With these belts? <gasps> Is this a Charlie Altoona situation? Maybe. See, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. I actually think that too. That mm-hmm. actually might. So Melrose is not that good at it. No. She is shocked. <laughs> but Anshul is. Melrose is shocked. (laughs) (laughs) This is where Melrose starts to get into supreme passive aggression. Well, actually, you really, you really surprised me when you were good at that. Good at the contorting, but I would have to see it in a picture. (laughs) (laughs) I love that line, which is what I'm going to say to people all the time. Like, it seems like you're good at contorting, but I need to see it in a picture. (laughs) Seems like you're good at comedy, but I got to see it in a picture. But here's the problem: is that even when Melrose is being a villain, there's always someone being crappier. True, Anshul has that kind of petty self-esteem where she's saying so many wrong things and still somehow taking offense to Melrose being like, well, flexibility doesn't mean you're going to just lose weight. Yeah, Like, no. you have to do cardio. I'm doing cardio every single day. You don't see me. She's like, none of us have seen you do cardio. We're all in the same oh, house. Cool. I'm not doing it in the house. <laughs> Where are you doing it, Anshul? <laughs> I'm, I'm plopping to the bottom of the pool. <laughs> are you running around? Oh, she's that weird black blob at the bottom of the pool that we see every time we transition. Because it always looks she's like there's someone running. at the bottom. Running. It's just her hair. <laughs> because, on, okay. 
No, there are so many ways to combat this kind of passive aggression also because we've all met passive aggressive people. And if Melrose said something like that to you, you should just be like, yeah, thanks. I thought I was great too. And like yeah. move on. <laughs> well, also though, as we get into the hot tub conversation. Uh, do, 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 do. It was like the elimination music. Yeah. <laughs> Ancho <laughs> apparently Your is... most powerful weapon <laughs> Already? It's only 19 minutes in Ancho seems to do this thing Where she fishes for a compliment mm-hmm. And then expects everyone to just be like Oh my god, you're so beautiful Yeah. Also, they're all smoking up on that patio And I don't know if Ancho's parents are gonna like her smoking Because they seem to do it secretly Like there's, she's lighting the cigarette So, yeah We do, okay So, before the most dramatic hot tub conversation ever Cut back to the house. It's nighttime. Most of the girls are in the hot tub. Four of the smokers are on the balcony. Melrose is a psychopath, but not for any of the reasons we've talked about. And I've been waiting to talk oh, about this, this hat? for several episodes. <laughs> Clearly, Melrose is a hat girl. We haven't <laughs> talked about it yet. She has so many hats. She already wore the pink fuzzy beret earlier this episode. She did. I have been so curious to know how much room in her suitcase was just taken up by hats because we have already seen at least six hats. Before we get into that, (laughs) I have a recap update about suitcases. (laughs) Alexander, I've been waiting my entire life for you to say this. Great. (laughs) Whatever it is. So, before the first elimination, Charlie Altoona and Sutan came to the house to judge the girls' wardrobe, <gasps> where they made all the girls bring their suitcases in, and then they brought in the fashion trash can, where they got to throw away the clothes that they didn't like. The fash like. can? The fash can. <laughs> and every... First, they're like, Monique, you're tacky. Throw this all away. Carrie D, this is a horrible shirt. Why did you buy this? She goes, it's my mom. It was my mom. Oh, God. And then Melrose, they're like... We love literally everything in your suitcase. All of those hats. Then also all of those outfits. Melrose for me is one of the oh worst. God. Yeah, style and there, we are getting to some boots in yeah. a little while. Yeah. Then the girls got to go to Skyla. <laughs> oh, we found out what Skyla is, which is a clothing store where oh. Charlie Altuna and Sutan told them about Model Basics with checkmark sound effects. So they I had. Can't to- believe this all got cut. Yeah. Five-minute time limit to shop. They had to get a short mini, a nude brown panty, a large bag, a tank top, a hair scrunchie, fitted jeans, a black cocktail dress, and sneakers. And then there were, like, sneakers. Like, a quick between... uh, Between go-sees? Between Mm go-sees. Or for that one athleisure thing. Yeah. They would make ding sounds when the girls picked up the correct thing. And then they would make buzzer sounds when they picked up things like... Purple dress, brown <laughs> flip flops. Not purple dress. <laughs> and Eugenia is the one that actually does the best at it. Not shocked at that. No, nope. absolutely not shocked. So good at challenges. Was the worst. Yeah, clearly. Eugenia is like as if she studied for the challenges. Yes, and is not naturally good at them. It's like, oh, I understand how ch- I understand how a game works. Yeah, Eugenia, great on a game night. Gonna say it right now. <laughs> understands how to play a co-op game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But back to the hats. <laughs> Wearing, wearing a hat, like a knit hat in the hot tub. Yes, she's wearing a bikini and a black knit hat. So clearly she has a little bit of psychopath inside of her. Sure. She is, though, giving Ancho compliments to start. Yes, but she takes a page out of the top model producer's handbook yes. and says that Ancho is putting up a big fat, fat front. Knows <laughs> <laughs> exactly what she's doing. And she's also not getting more beautiful. Which is literally what Tyra says uh, later. 
<laughs> she also couldn't possibly get more. They've already told her that she's too beautiful. The most beautiful woman in the world. So let's divide out, in case you haven't watched this episode, let's talk about the two teams we have. Team Balcony and Team Hot Tub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Team Hot Tub, correct me if I miss any of these, mm-hmm. but it's Melrose, prominently Jada. Jada, mm-hmm. talking so much shit. Woo. Twin A, Twin B. Yes. Brooke, not in Hot Tub, but around I'm because people tub. are talking. And Brooke also <laughs> invokes Eugenia, even though Eugenia's on neither team. Brooke's like, and we're, we're, we're subbing in yep. Eugenia's opinion <laughs> that I heard earlier yes. about Anshul. Yes. Team Balcony, Cool Girl Club, Ugh. is somehow Anshul. And he's <laughs> just... That's her friends, I guess. Mm-hmm. Megaga, AJ, and Carrie T. Yeah. Which really, it's a trio of friends, and then Anshul yes. is there, because they just hate the not cool girl club. Yeah. And I do, I always say this, because in future cycles, unfortunately, sometimes these friendship and drama teams break down a little bit by white and non-white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was pleasantly de- de- surprised with the wasn't. diversity of both groups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just, what I don't like is... In this hot tub, they're all saying the same things about Anshul, and then later, they all attack Melrose for being mean to Anshul. Yeah, they're having the same discussion, and again, it's They're mostly, also not mean. It's mostly... Some of it's pretty harsh. It's harsh, but I, it's only harsh if you already have devastatingly low self-esteem, which Anshul does. Yes. Yes. The thing, the thing that is harshest to me is not any of the comments about looks or whatever that's like personal opinion whatever the fact that they say she's lying about her low self-esteem is the part that really bothers me because to say that someone who is attractive can't have low self-esteem is just a crazy thing to think and jada is more of a villain about this than melrose is for sure but melrose is also i think saying that she's putting up a front somebody who is needy and needs compliments like that they don't think that they're beautiful. They're just devastatingly and annoyingly insecure. Yeah. 100%. Also, it what happens is AJ hears them talking about her, tells Anshul to go listen, and then Anshul only she seems, does. Yeah. Yeah. And then Anshul only seems to hear what Melrose says. This is. The, I mean, the other problem is that Melrose is just louder. Yes. <laughs> just generally a louder talker yes. than other people. And this is when I really start not liking AJ. Because I think in AJ's mind... Welcome to the, my love den. <laughs> because she... I feel like the worst like critique AJ can say about a girl is she's fake. She says, Jada does that too, though. Anshul's so fake. She's sure. not fake. I mean, because I, don't like, I don't like Jada either. A, well, no, I'm just saying for a certain type, I think of particularly woman, men, some men do it too, but mostly women, fake is the number one insult. Mm. And it gets subbed in for every it's other thing. Sure. Especially when women are insulting other women. Then this kind of woman is insulting other women. Because what's the biggest compliment? Being real. real. Exactly. Being real. Can we talk? Speaking of words and AJ saying fake a hundred times, AJ's other new favorite word, honey. Honey. She's honey. a honeyer. Hun- which, out of nowhere. Yeah. And I- this conversation, this close-up <sighs> conversation in a corner that AJ has, AJ feels to me like one of those people who creates friendships out of opportunities. Meaning, AJ doesn't have friends and she, oh, she does. She has mega gut, to be fair, and a little bit Carrie D. But um, it's my least favorite thing about Carrie D is her friendship with yes, AJ. Yes, it's my yeah. least favorite but, thing with her. Um, AJ is like, mm, so I hate Melrose, and now Anshul hates Melrose. So now Anshul's going to be my friend. Honey, they're honey. the fake ones. Honey. Honey. I also, honey. I think 
AJ and Meg are similar in that they think they are the arty cool kids. For like, sure. And then Melrose seems like a mean girl type. Like the pretty mean girl is what mm-hmm. they think of Melrose. And so they I don't think she's necessarily not that if you're breaking it down into stereotypes that doesn't mean she's not an enjoyable person at the no, same no, no. time what i'm saying is i actually <laughs> think melrose has like not had a lot of friends was yeah. actually not the popular mean girl oh interesting yeah but she just yeah, she looks... doesn't come across as head cheerleader no no, no. She's, but they've decided that she seems like that girl mm-hmm. and so they're going to hate be like we're gonna get our revenge on the girls that were mean to us by being mean see i think that's more aj i think mega honestly just hates anyone who wants to like bum out her good time that's true <laughs> meg is definitely yes. the sidekick who in the movie of this you're just like well, i still kind of like the sidekick. yes <laughs> like i still want her to have a boyfriend at the end Agreed. I'll, then i'll be over here in my hate den for Megaga because i cannot stand this <laughs> Me person and Hannah just don't hate meg i just don't she's just so she's good just happy. She, she, just, she just likes rock and roll she bothers me she bothers me so much <laughs> This like dumbass that we will not get until JL. My favorite thing, my favorite thing, and I know you haven't been her biggest fan of this cycle, but Carrie D somehow, despite being, in my opinion, on the more wrong side mm-hmm. of this, is so good at like expressing herself that Carrie D gets away with being on the wrong side of this, in my opinion, because she never says anything that's like untrue. No, she doesn't. Which is great. She Carrie doesn't. D is great. I love a quote she t- t- says later about sucking up. It's oh, like, it's so good. Let's get to it, actually. Okay. So, so we go to Oasis Restaurant. And Brooke voiceovers Oasis. <laughs> you almost never cut to her cutting her cutting head. Her, her, her talking head. Talking head. I'm so excited. <laughs> because Brooke is just like, and then we're swept away to Oasis. And then we have a little card that says we're going to have a guest. And I can't wait to see what he or she. <laughs> and if this was modern, she would have been like, or the like you know she's right Brooke is right covering all pronouns (laughs) so Twiggy shows up and immediately says I have come to talk to you girlies and then immediate regrets (laughs) she says and she was like nope (laughs) how could you tell she's wearing glasses at night in a restaurant and the first thing she says is culture (laughs) and it sounds with her accent and the fact that that's a weird thing to say like she just comes in and says culture <laughs> like twiggy i think she says culture katya, yeah, yeah. Katya. found ya yeah katya <laughs> also let's, <laughs> let's all say hello to our new cast member brooks camo hat <laughs> <laughs> I think other girls saw Melrose wearing all these hats and were like, we got to get in there. Oh, that's AJ's excuse? Yes, I think so. <laughs> AJ just can't wear a hat. Oh, she does later. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. I love this whole conversation. And I love that Twiggy's the kind of humble that seems so real. When someone says that you... Ch- oh, um, of course it's Melrose. Of course it's someone, Melrose. Everyone. <laughs> Otherwise, it's someone. Melrose says, you know you changed the industry. And Twig goes, I didn't plan to. But you did. <laughs> She's like... Melrose so- goes into full teacher's pet well, mode. Is she sucking up or is she holding a conversation? She is sucking up, Alexander. I know you love her, but she has no, flaws. <laughs> Hannah, I'm not saying she doesn't, but I'm realizing I am Melrose. <laughs> Would you talk about your father? Who what, he was born in England. I am an I no see. I would say I, I'm a I'm an English citizen. I, this is I'm Melrose, guys. 
Hey, seems, some people are teachers' pets. It's fine. I, I wasn't if, teachers' pet. If it helps, you go far. It's true. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You come back in other cycles. <laughs> but this, uh, it's so funny that they literally don't edit in anyone else talking no. to her. And this is the kind of thing where I can see specifically carry these frustrations. Like, oh, this is normally the kind of thing I'm I do good at. for sure. And I feel like I just chose the wrong table set. Yeah, she, she sat at the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. Well, you would also think it's funny to watch the season because I thought Carrie D was going to be like the loud one. And she really isn't, especially compared to Mel Melrose. Melrose is loud. <laughs> she has just a voice that carries. She does. Yeah. It, it doesn't. <laughs> Ironically, dropped, Carrie D's doesn't carry. She, <laughs> dropped, she dropped that Issa and it raised her voice. <laughs> But Carity isn't talking out about it, and she says, it's kind of funny to see Melrose stick her nose right up their ass. <laughs> but I love that she admits that sucking up, it's a good strategy. Yeah. It is. Game recognized game. So as we cut back, I noticed one of the like Tyra magazine covers, mm-hmm. and I love that this one is head to toe. Get that Tyra head to toe glow. Mm. How did she not make this magazine real? Toe glow. Toe? <laughs> yeah. H2TG. <laughs> Gross. So this Tyra male. <laughs> this is a weird one. Pedestals? <laughs> and Brooke's like, we're going to get on pedestals and fight. <laughs> like, Brooke, I, went to that I camp. guarantee it. I guarantee <laughs> it. Because she, she went to that camp. She thinks she's on American Gladiators <laughs> and they're doing the joust. That was, that was another week camp that she went to. Trapeze camp. Jousting American Gladiators camp. camp. <laughs> Sex party Cobble walking camp. Brooke only wanted to be on top model because it's just a long camp. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. And then we come to Bao Tranchi. No, she's on a TV show. Huh? I think she thought she was on an episode of Models Inc. She did. Because <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> she can't speak. And it's not her accent that's the problem. Oh, no. She puts on. An accent that is not accent. her own. She puts a fashion. <laughs> you will be my art installments. <laughs> Tonight I am having a huge fantastic event. I want you to create an even more extreme pose while maintaining the eloquence of the clothes. Now go and get amazingly beautiful. Clothes cannot be eloquent. <laughs> she doesn't say elegant. She, no, says, she says eloquent. eloquent. That's what I said. <laughs> Speaking of clothes that aren't eloquent... <laughs> I have a rare do you want to wear that top? <gasps> Carrie D's pink dress. Oh. That starts under her boobs. Yes. <laughs> like it's so low cut and she does her, you know what? She kind of does that Pollyanna thing that they mentioned of the two braids going forward and her braids are no mega braids. <laughs> no, they're not. They are not. I'm so excited. Braids. It doesn't happen here, but Carrie D is about to figure out her hair and I'm so happy yes. for her. Oh my God. She but is we're about not quite no, there we're yet. Not there. We also meet Erica Courtney, <laughs> who is a Models Inc. villain. Erica <laughs> yes. Courtney, what a name. Oh, also, God. I couldn't tell. One of two things is true. But is it Bo? Bow. Bow, sorry, Bow. I didn't write her name down. I just wrote Tranchi. Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it maybe describes her. <laughs> just a little trashy Tranchi. Um, I can't tell these two ladies love or hate to one another. Mm. One of those is definitely true. They both are on model and can hate each other. Mm, villains. Can't wait for that slap fight. Love, love competing villains. Erica comes in with $32,000 worth of jewelry. Erica always has $32,000 <laughs> worth of jewelry. Didn't, that never changes later. Does it? We'll get to it. 
Melrose says something, and I would love to know if this is a Melrose word or a Bow word. Mm. Because she says that Bow wants them to be yes, yes, yes. fantastical fairies who are really nice and sweet, but also like a complete diva bitch. That's a Bow word. Fantastical. Yeah, I think she was quoting. And she's like, <laughs> I've got to say exactly what, what she said. Maybe it, it, I have Melrose has a moment where she's like, is that a word? Well, she said a, a it. person in power did say the word to me. Yeah, <laughs> I have no reason not to trust this woman. <laughs> a person in power. <laughs> and Brooke, y'all, her muscles are like a bowl of Jello. <laughs> the challenge is, and you know, Brooke loves Jello. <laughs> pose like a statue, like an extreme statue, like an extreme statue. Yeah, with what? braids across your face. <laughs> and it feels like they have to do, like, three poses distinctly. And hold point. them for, like, a minute or yeah. something. It's basically the statue in the park, rainy day, horrible day, we don't know what happened challenge from yes. <laughs> last cycle. Eugenia is very good at this. Two cycles. Melrose is very good at this. I thought Carrie D was pretty good at this. Yeah. I actually also thought... Um, AJ? I'm, I don't AJ remember that, like, She had like a squatty one with her leg crossed over. Mm-hmm. I thought Michelle had at least one really good one. Oh, yeah. Michelle had one terrible one. Though, the, you mean the peeing one? The, no, the one where she sat on her butt and then just put her leg in the air. Yeah, where she looked like she was a dog by a fire hydrant. <laughs> yeah, that was, was like, the oh, bad so one. No. Michelle had a good one. That. <laughs> she Michelle did have had a good one. one. And then they cut back to that one. And I'm like, whoop. Well, strong <laughs> choice, wrong choice. Like. The secret challenge of this was find a pose that's extreme enough, but that you can also keep. Because yeah. poor Amanda kept putting a full leg up and then couldn't hold it. Yeah, it would just fall over. No. Yeah. But Eugenia does do well. She has one uh, pose that I like, but the way I'm going to describe it sounds bad, where she, it's her hands fully down. It's like she's at a dog going, no. Yeah, <laughs> but it's very fashion, the fashion version my of that. Problem, make it fashion. My yeah. problem with Eugenia, because Eugenia wins. Yes. Is that her poses were so normal, which I guess is the secret challenge? That is the secret challenge. I think she just held them so well, though. Yes. She gets what seems like an incredible prize. Mm-hmm. She gets all the jewelry, which costs $13,000. She said 32. She said 32 the second time. Mm. Yeah, she did. My subtitle said it. Weird. My subtitles also said oh, it. I don't, I don't, I'm not an ancient man. I don't <laughs> use subtitles. I just can't hear. Ancient woman. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I'm going to say you're an ancient man in this no. regard. <laughs> Because men lose their hearing usually before women. All right. I'm a war veteran. And they lose it at exactly age 32,000. But guys, why did Eugenia have to get back up on this pedestal? Yeah, that was... <laughs> what a moment that was. To model it? No, <laughs> that, was the, Bows. that was Bow's no, decision. No, Bow just wanted her to do it. Get back up, Eugenia. Eugenia, you win. Get on that pedestal so you can hear your prize. Well, that's the way she words it. She says the one I we think should be put on a pedestal is Eugenia. And Eugenia's like, yeah, I won. She's like... Get on, on a, a pedestal, pedestal. Gina. <laughs> I own you now. <laughs> Melrose takes some time. This is where I thought, yes. oh, she could be annoying. Yeah, to self-criticize to everyone else for what looks like, uh, I'm going to say like a good 17 minutes. <laughs> and I'm going to say not to everyone else. <laughs> to Carradine. <laughs> to the, the cool the, girl club. Yeah, the people that don't, <laughs> like, people her. don't like her. It was to AJ Megaga and Carrie D. And I was like, wrong audience, Melrose. And then she does this thing. Where she makes the same exact face twice. She does. And says, see how different those are? <laughs> those are two very different faces. See how different they are? That was almost my intro. And they were exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> it's like when people who don't know how to smize try to uh, do it. Do it. And they're like, it's not this. It's this. And you're like, 
you didn't do Nothing anything. Happened. It was cycle six, Sarah trying to spies. Where she's like, did I do it? No. no. Okay, well. <laughs> Whatever. And I will say, rare moment of me giving AJ some credit. AJ does a good fake listening face of like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then she goes behind Melrose's back and makes fun of her, though. Well, she's still AJ. But, I mean, in person, AJ's actually like, I'm going to get through this. Mm-hmm. 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 Because Meg just leaves. <laughs> Meg's like, not for me. See, that's the good part about being, like, the slightly dumb wild child. You can just wander <laughs> off and nobody says anything. See ya. Sure. <laughs> sure. At one point, it looks like Melrose is talking to no one. <laughs> she might be. I mean. Honestly. We the camera pans over. It's just a mirror. It's just talking <laughs> to Melrose. <laughs> See how different these faces are. <laughs> She's the only one who understands her. But we get a Tyra visit. Where? Where is this? Room? Are they? <laughs> Where are they? The hospital room. <laughs> I don't. It. They made it seem like it was at the house. Because they show a shot of the house before this meeting starts. But it's not a room that we've ever seen before. Unless they completely redecorated it. I don't... Because I this don't feels know. like a Tyra show moment. This it also does. feels like the room where she faked falling with this fluffy carpet that maybe has padding under and it. And that was the a Tyra show yeah. moment. So it almost feels like they redecorated it, but for some reason this time didn't want to emphasize the Tyra show. I think that's maybe what it is. Maybe. Anyway, y'all, let's talk about fear. I want to talk to you all about something that is deeper, and it's something that is a subject that is very important to me, and it's fear. (laughs) It's such a ticking time clock. And of all the Tyra talks we've had... A ticking time clock. I'm sorry. I know what she meant to say, but when she refers to age as a ticking time clock, I lost my mind. You know when Tyra said you just said... One, two, three. <laughs> and of all the Tyra talks, this one to me came across as the most producer fuckery. Yeah. Oh of like, God. let's stir up some stuff. Yeah. And my favorite part of it is early on when the attention leaves Melrose for a second and becomes about Jada and her hair. And Jada, when she starts talking about her hair, they cut to Tyra. And the dull expression of Tyra be like, <sighs> <laughs> again. Like, it's as if even Tyra's like, Jada, new storyline. <laughs> new storyline, girl. Well, and we have a classic Tyra. Is anyone struggling with the interpersonal relationships between the girls? That's such a casual question. What a weird question. Like, I saw that, I didn't see that one coming. It's out of nowhere. This is also a little bit where I had a bit of an issue with Melrose because Melrose immediately starts talking about herself, which mm-hmm. I give her props for. Like, she knows. She knows she's it's aware. not her. But then later she's like, I can't believe everybody focused on me during that. And I was like, babe, you were the one who was talking. But this is where I was saying, like, why did no one come for, like, Jada or Michelle? Because they're talking just as much shit about I think Anshul. Melrose literally made herself a target because Melrose still wants that screen time. Melrose is a very savvy TV personality. Sure. And is playing a little bit both sides of the coin. It's very smart cuz she's not wrong also. So I feel like it's a little bit of like, well, they all hate me. I might as well get as much screen time of it sure. out of it as I possibly can. I can see that, but and what's so funny is to Alexander's point when Anchel opens up, cries, mm-hmm. talks about this. It and it is pretty moving this time. This is Anchel yeah, but- kind of at her best. Yes. And um Jade is the one that has the talking head that's like, 
fake. Yeah. And you're just like, what? At least Melrose does. Melrose is very calculated in that she never says accusatory stuff mm-hmm. like that no. without at least like having a rejoinder of a separate comment or compliment, compliment. Mm-hmm. or whatever. It's true. She loves to give a like not really constructive, but sounds constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Yes. But and there's just no receipts for like what they're sometimes accusing Melrose of. Absolutely. That's absolutely true. And I I do agree with there are lots of people who are way worse people than Melrose in this house, particularly for me, Jada, because I just can't with Jada. And then Tyra says that Tyra is not confrontational <laughs> and then goes it first of all lie <laughs> don't you wish the editors could have thrown in like a sepia tone flashback to tiffany right uh, there right? <laughs> and then tyra goes on this long thing about quote some model this veiled naomi campbell <laughs> and then you they cut to carrie d doing her like super nod like yeah. she's doing anytime information's presented to her mm-hmm. and she all but, I swear, I swear, she, she all but mouths, oh, Naomi. <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> funny that Carrie D. That would have been a full Tatiana y'all, move. Y'all, <laughs> y'all, what happened between Tyra Banks and Naomi Campbell? Because this season Where's has that been, book? Where, this season's been that entire storyline. It must have been brewing right now. I think actually at, between this season or cycle, and next cycle is when she had the one-on-one Tyra show, Naomi Campbell. Mm. And if you guys, if you haven't watched that, haven't. it's one of the, we- it's worth it. And here's one of the weirdest things about it. It's on YouTube. Find it. Live your best life. Because they do the weirdest thing and they do it on the full Tyra show set, but don't invite a soul to watch. So it is, it is audience free. It is super quiet. Like it Tyra is- didn't want anyone on Naomi Campbell's side. Who? knows but it is bizarre because of that because when there's awkward silences which there's tons of them they just let it in because it's a full hour or 40 minutes oh my god do you think there's gonna be a room in model land that just plays it over and over (laughs) i hope well for fifteen (laughs) hundred dollars there should be (laughs) oh my god all right tyra mail freaks freaks (laughs) freaks (laughs) weirdos So, as Eugenia describes, they go to the desert. I don't think they go to the desert. They absolutely do not. They go to (laughs) some place with dirt. And And some hay bales. Jay does my favorite Jay move I've ever seen. (laughs) He opens doors that had windows. So they already (laughs) saw him. His little ticker taker window. And when he opens it, they go, oh. And I'm like, you saw him. There was windows in the door. I just love his bits. <laughs> uh, my question is, how long is Mike Rosenthal going to have to suffer <laughs> the worst photo fashion wish? <laughs> <laughs> At least they show the Nick one. I guess. But this fashion witch is haunting Mike Rosenthal. Tyra loved it. I think that might be one of Tyra's favorite photo shoots of all time. And it's truly funny to me that every time we flash back to it, we've shown the Nick photo, which was one of the better ones. Yeah. And because traditionally, you, you would show, show the, the winners. winners. But hers was so bad. It was truly her probably her worst, worst shoot. Yeah. So for this photo shoot, they're going to be doing circus freak show mm-hmm. denizens. <laughs> Residents. Residents. <laughs> Employees. Phantasmagoria. And most of these are actually traditional most. freaks. Most of them. Not all. 
most of them. But I was pleasantly All but two of them. (laughs) I was pleasantly surprised by how many of them was a real reference to that classic circus thing, at least. But then there were some that are classic that they did not do. Ooh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Like a pinhead. Oh, a tiny head? It's like, yeah, it's like kind of like tiny, and then they put like a big uh, ponytail on I think that would be really hard to do. I, I don't know. I'm just Brooke's got a tiny face. Yeah, <laughs> True. she does have a tiny face. Do you have? Do we have the list of what everyone yes. did? Let's go. I All love right. these. Mega Gag is going to be the bearded lady classic, which she immediately puts her hair up and starts giggling. Did it look better than the beard they gave her? Yes. 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 They should have just <laughs> mean, done this. You mean her pube beard? She yes. gets later. Oh my god. Jade is going to get the strong woman. AJ is going to be a cannibal. <laughs> At least it's freaky. I, I think, and that then she was, goes, yes. Yeah, she was super into it. I think that was their in- interpretation of the off-problematic Jungle Boy. Sure. Which was like, what's the lady version of that we can do? Sure. Anshul's going to get the giant lady, Carrie D, elephant woman. Which, I think you just like pick an animal. Yeah. 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 Eugenia gets the bird lady. Get ready for a beak. <laughs> you get ready. <laughs> this ain't going to be a bird without a beak. Brooke gets Rubber Girl. Rubber Girl? I That's don't just even a know. Marvel it's never even Marvel clear hero. to me what she is supposed to be. Even Flexible. When I see the photo, I'm Flexible. like. <laughs> yeah, it seems hers looks Are like. Are they sh- supposed to be longer arms? Are they supposed to like shoot them out longer? I don't know. And They're- she was one of the ones that had to have Photoshop in hers in a way that made me uncomfortable <laughs> I just well, also, didn't get what it was also where's like super tattooed person or lobster kid yeah super or tattooed would be super great super tattooed would actually been fun that would have been a fun brook one truly yeah. Yeah. really get her out of her comfort put her in a, a tattooed suit mm-hmm. thing yeah. and then do makeup on her face um, yeah but the funniest thing is like rubber girl to me should have just i bet she was thinking oh we just learned about like yes. this Contortion. contortionist stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get in a really weird position. That's super interesting. And then it uh, sticks. <laughs> anyway, please. Melrose gets the classic, the most classic freak show. Woman with the old face, but a hot young body. And Jay presents this as if they <laughs> had to make it up for her because, like, what were we gonna do with little old Melrose? That old ass bitch with old face. What? This is the this is the fashion doll of the freak show. Yeah, this is this is fashion doll. Brooke was teen doll. <laughs> what? Ironically, because teen doll would have been better for Brooke. Is this? Uh, uh, and it crazily, spoiler alert, is definitely one of the best pictures. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. The craziest part of this. <laughs> and then Amanda and Michelle, and they go, oh, "We're going to be Siamese twins, huh?" And we were all real comfortable saying that word. Siamese word, we? was. Uh, a choice. Yeah. Can we we can just say conjoined, conjoined. here, we'll say right? Conjoined. Yeah. Yikes. No, I will say back in the day, circus freaks, that probably is what they said. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm just saying now. Well, yeah, let's say conjoined. Yeah. A conjoinder. <laughs> <laughs> I might even just say twins. <laughs> because truly touching that's twins. what it is, is that like you cut co- you two are already freaks. <laughs> twins. Because <laughs> you can see that the two of them are like, we're only sort of comfortable with ours that you did, because it's just what we are. Are sort of <laughs> it's just us standing closer to each other than normal which doesn't do them any favors really no, no. and then after a sutan sighting working that elephant nose yeah oh wait i know where you're gonna go into beforehand i have to have a moment about this elephant nose mm. so oh the way they ultimately position it on the face crazy. is upside down yep. yes 
and he's playing with it and being and you can tell Sutan's trying to be like it goes this way but, but it doesn't look good it doesn't look good i guess he like literally all but says that sentence at least she can have a good profile if we do it this way I can't believe they thought so little of what that nose was going to look like mm-hmm. that they bought the wrong prop. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know where they got it. And it feels like one of those things where they're like, okay, we're going to do two girls who are animals. What noses do we have? Yeah. Flying uh-huh. around. Well, this bird nose also looks crazy. Yeah. No, it looks very like 99 cent bottom of the Halloween bargain barrel. They're cutting it on her face. Yeah. It's paper. And they have to they have to spray paint it right away so it all she's like inhaling paint yeah. fumes the whole time. It's it's not good. No. So, we get our first sighting of someone that I really dislike. Oh, I'm surprised. Artusa Atusa. Atusa. Atusa Rubenstein, the editor-in-chief of Seventeen, which we're told that Twiggy's... Well, we're shown photos, and then it seems like they're implying that Twiggy's career was launched at Seventeen magazine, which... I don't know. No. <laughs> but Art, Atusa has just, like, not fun opinions about what's going on. I liked Atusa. I was okay with Atusa. I think we get such worse editors of Seventeen magazine... Maybe. ...that... <laughs> I I thought she seemed okay. She just seemed like a tryhard. Yeah, that's fair. She felt, yes, that was my main vibe, is it felt like she was like, you know when someone comes Isn't on cool? to like, I, I hate it when we reference this show on Podlead, and not hate it, but I, because who knows if people watch it, but Drag Race, when like someone comes in and they're so excited to meet RuPaul and it's not one of the the girls, the contestants, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like one of the like family members or whatever, like one of those people, right. and they're like so perf- formatively excited to meet RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Atusa had that energy a little bit. But which with was... these girls that are no one. But see, I guess I kind of prefer that as opposed to acting like you're super above Better. it. Oh, no. Sure. Atusa is not above it. Atusa. Atusa. I don't know why we keep <laughs> wanting to add letters. I don't know. Atusa. <laughs> Uh, because like my one of my favorite things is that name's cool. Atusa yeah. <laughs> uh, was auditioning for Perma Judge. Yes, she came yeah. in with that. That is the that way is to the describe NRT. it. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. And she, I will give her credit. She has the sharpest cheekbones in the land. <laughs> uh, Sharp everywhere. She will cut a person. And then I realized because she's first. Why does AJ need a naked man for her shoot? A naked man who you never see his face. No. Even in the final photo. And why did they not? I don't think they paid this model. No, this is weird. This is my one moment of enjoying AJ, which is when she says, oh, you'll get eaten and love it. That was fun. Sure. That, that was, was fun. fun. I enjoyed that. She actually, uh, on occasion, again, to give her the smallest, like, a bit of credit, AJ has some, like, fun asides. Mm-hmm. That you, she, like, when she's not being the most... Mm-hmm. She, you could see hanging out with her could be fun. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Maybe she's just going through like weed withdrawal. Honestly. Maybe. Uh, Atusa also says to Brooke when she's doing her rubber girl routine, you know, <laughs> which is the best way to describe it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Brooke's rubber routine. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke, can you just do your normal routine we know you've practiced for? <laughs> okay. Circus Camp Brooke here in a sleigh. <laughs> she says to Brooke, you know those people that do yoga? They're so elegant. <laughs> I'm was... telling you, we all just discovered yoga. <laughs> we did. This must have been the ball bit. And then Meg says that she's never had a beard before and it's like really funny and i'm like 
Yeah, duh. <laughs> I don't. She thinks his beard is hilarious. <laughs> and to be I, fair, like, it is. I literally it's wrote, it's bad so beard. little. Why is it so small? I said, yeah, duh, Meg, of course. Ugh, I hate you. They really should have just used her hair. They should have done what yes, she was doing to herself. that would have been cute. I she was given. don't understand it. <laughs> this pew beard? And I will say this. After her photo shoot, it actually does break my heart when she literally runs off. And it's just like, to the makeup artist, please get this off of me. Yeah. Like, I just, so, like, I'm done. I'm so, ah. Uh. Recap update about crying on set, Meg. This is not the first time Meg has cried on set. Really? Oh. During the hair show. The the wig wars. No, I know what you're talking okay. about, but why cry she, during that? Well, for the dumbest reason. She says that she can't model unless she's listening to heavy metal music. <laughs> okay, one more point on your side for your disliking. And she was like sobbing, like tears running down her face. And to, to Mr. Jane, he's like, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Also, just listen to it in your head. Yes! <laughs> Maybe she's like one of those people that we found out recently exist that don't uh, imat- like don't uh, ideate while they read. Oh. That don't have an inner monologue. Fascinating. I love the idea of that. <laughs> it's just a vacant noise echo chamber in there. Wow. Anyways, that's why I'm just like, I can't with you. But in this moment, it broke my heart. Yeah, I and felt I- bad for her, especially because Jay had just been like, how do we get it back, Meg? How do we get it back? And I'm just like, what a terrible question to ask somebody. I know. <laughs> and I do love makeup person who doesn't get a tie on. Is like, think positive. <laughs> Guys. It was like her mom. Yeah. Why did they give Anshul a violin? I wrote Anshul's tiny violin. <laughs> you know how giant ladies play the violin? She's a sad, uh, a sad giant lady. So she has a tiny violin. And then Atusa gives some uh, amazing advice to Anshul, <laughs> which... To her credit, works. Yeah. Who knows why? But she says, I always feel like the most beautiful fashion pictures are where there's a real thing happening. Sure. It's not (laughs) an incorrect sentence. No, but it's a dumb sentence. (laughs) Of course it is. It could mean anything, and that's why it's the best advice. Also, we didn't talk about it, but it, not only did Melrose get a, the shady thing of the old lady face, but giving Angel giant woman, I was like, yes. all right. uh-huh. Also, she's wearing a red dress in front of a red curtain with, like, a red thing next to her. I just don't understand what they... She a, And we'll see it in the final photo. She needed to use props more because that's the only way to illustrate that's how big she someone is. Yes. But and the props they gave her were not enough and no. weren't ones that really helped the illusion. They weren't no. small enough. Yeah. If you put someone next to... Like, like a teacup. A if tiny it was supposed teacup. to be like a dining room table, I guess, but it just looked like she was leaning on an end table. Yeah, yeah. that's the problem is it was just an end table. Yeah. And her violin. <laughs> you know how you do that. I'm going to give Eugene a little bit of credit. She does some really fantastic looking body poses. And she does these cool things where she holds with both of her arms and gets her body completely sideways as Mm -hmm. she's hanging off the cage. The Uh, body has never been her problem. No, Yeah, that's the thing is I was like, but it seems like part of the reason she might be kept around is people realize that not only is the body not the problem, but the body, she is using it more than anyone. Yeah. Like she might actually really excel at the body, but unfortunately they always have to give a picture that's got the quote best eyes. And that's what you end up with. Because the photo she ends up with, spoiler, is my personal favorite of hers. Oh, oh, for sure. Still not good, though. But also, the body is so lame. And I'm like, ugh. Anyway. yeah. Guys, let's read this tire mill quick. Because Amanda's bladder can't handle too much. (laughs) And was that Brooke saying that? It felt like her voice. I thought it was Michelle. I mean, that makes more sense. But also, what does that mean? (laughs) 
Why can't Amanda just go pee first? Every time a Tyramel starts, Amanda gets like the wets. It's like, <laughs> oh, no! Also, this panel photo, Tyra is the ringmaster with a magic whip, but also she's a tiny lady <laughs> with a pubic hair whip because this it the the proportions in this photo make her look like a miniature person, like yeah. a little borrower. Yeah. <laughs> um Right before we got that Tyra photo, though, we got one of the worst AJ moments. Because the performative nature of AJ talking to Meg and AJ going, I'm going to be sad if anyone gets eliminated. Are you, AJ? It seems like you hate most people. You hate everyone except your, like, cool kids. And I don't... Eliminations always break AJ. Yeah. Like, I truly think she, it's so weird because it's incongruous with the rest of her personality, but it seems like she actually just can't stand eliminations because that's when she's always at her saddest. Yeah. Well, and that she came here to make friends, even though she feels so misunderstood, she says, by everyone. I don't know. Honey, honey. 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 Can we talk about how <laughs> Tyra introduces Atusa? Please. Please. A woman that I know and respect. <laughs> the head honcho. The guru behind the magazine. Guru? I just love, I know her. She's a woman that I know. I definitely know and Atusa. Respect. I definitely know. I've heard some people say I don't know her, but you know what? I do. <laughs> I, I know Atusa. It's been six cycles of strangers to my last. <laughs> but finally, I was like, Tyra, I always assume <laughs> you know that you guests. always know the guest judge. Because most of them are blank photographer that has worked with you. All, I'm going to say it. I agree with Tyra that most of the girls are dressed much better. Yes. yes. And Meg, and I said this in another episode, straight hair looks better. Yes. Meg, she looked really pretty. She looked great with straight hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. the straight hair is better. Yeah. All right. AJ is first. This mm. is a good photo. It's okay. I don't think she looks, I don't think she's doing a lot of modeling other than that hand. The hand is really good, but I don't think she's doing a lot of modeling otherwise. Also, I think the face is good. And the pose, it's hard to be in that small of a space. And still look like we can see your whole body. And she doesn't lose her neck. The face is good. I think it's a good photo. I'm so uncomfortable with this person, though. That's fair. That is creepy. Yeah, that is creepy. I will say, not an AJ fan. Love the photo. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love the photo. I think the photo is really good. Yeah. It's weird that the person there is naked, but also penisless. Yes. (laughs) And also not really visible. Looks like a mannequin. Would have assumed it was a mannequin, which would have been better. Absolutely. So much better. Did not need him. No. Eugenia is next. And like I said just a while ago, it's her best oh, so far. Oh, it's for sure her best photo. Definitely her best so far. It's just, okay. it's still not that good, though. Uh, we all watch Drag Race. Is this not Asia O'Hara's Butterface ad photo? <gasps> oh, my God, it is. <laughs> it's that nose. Wow. <laughs> what? Okay. It's just, the nose is not good. Some of this is bad hair and makeup. The mouth is being held weird. I would say, though, amazing prop and set yeah yeah amazing set dressing set. Is i also love that at the bottom it's got that sheet as if she was covered and they just opened it uh-huh. i was like this is a real moment you took which is interesting because yeah. some of these do not have that moment the nope. photo isn't bad it just feels like it could have been a lot better and some of that is her but some of it is also the hair and makeup and yeah. clothing oh yeah yeah why not give her like feathers on her arms like wings i don't know they, i don't know they give her feathers on the side of her head for some reason yeah all right brooke is next oh brooke her arms thing. are good. I 
Well, I mean, they're fake um, because they've been stretched. <laughs> this has a weird uncanny valley because literally the only, they just photoshopped, especially the, the most uh, foreground arm, longer. Okay. <laughs> I, I will say, it's not my favorite book pick. No. But I do think, and the makeup helped this, that, and I, I, I'm going to say this for all the photos, I wish they'd gone a little bit more melancholy sepia color I poster. Agree. I totally agree because with that. I do agree and I think Twiggy's the one that says this that Brooks has that sadness that you kind of associate with the circus uh-huh. freak idea yes. yeah that I think could be fun it's just weird because her character's not one that is would be that sad. <laughs> also, this set dressing is nothing. I think her face looks really good. I, I think lo- her face is telling a real story. I think that the her outfit is, is weird. dreadfully unflattering. Oh, it's so baggy. It makes her look s- small and big at the same, like too yeah. small and too big at the same time. Yeah. And I don't think that's her. Mm-mm. No, no. I think she did this weird brief as best as it was going to be. Yeah. Done. The, makeup is, the makeup is a little marionette-ish. Yeah, there's a weird lip thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I think her face is really good. Yeah, me too. Amanda and Michelle are next. I this, mean... This photo is nothing. Also, it's so unfair to Amanda because she had to have this. They're like, oh, you're you're in the light wrong. It's like, well, she's well, attached. Where is she going to stand? She's attached to... They also should have had them sitting, I think. Mm-hmm. This standing is like not great for either of them. Twiggy loves those four legs, though. <laughs> Yeah, two people have four legs, Twiggy. It's amazing. I like the positioning of the arms. I do enjoy that they're kind Hugging. of holding on to each other. That and that I once liked. again, they look kind of scared. There, You can see almost a character where like Amanda is like the tough one and Michelle is kind of the scared Pre- one. Protecting sure. her. Yeah. All of these to me work better when it's a melancholiness. And oh, I, I yeah. do think this had a melancholiness. I think this just wasn't, neither of their faces were going to be great. No, It's but, not well lit. No. It's not well lit. Their legs are lit. Like, their quads are lit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it it seems like they should have been sitting. Mm-hmm. But I think they did fine. Yeah. Oh, they did okay. And when they start, like, comparing the two of them, I'm like, this is not one where... No. Th- there is a big enough difference for you to compare them. Nope. No. Anshula's next. I think she looks beautiful in this photo. I mean, she's just so gorgeous. Oh, my God. She looks stunning. It's insulting. <laughs> she's not a giant. It's insulting to other people. No, but faces. how? I don't think there was a way to make her be a giant. I don't think she could have made herself a giant. They needed with to make smaller. Yeah, this tiny lamp. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like on it, a normal table. I do think that body position wise, it's unfortunate that for the giant lady, the best photo that Ancha could come up with is one where she's completely collapsing her body. Fair. The fact that there wasn't like a standing one that was better than this yeah. is not impressive to me because again, you wouldn't all the rest of these, you would look at them. You'd be confused by Brooks, but you'd be <laughs> able to look at them and be like, I understand what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Yes. This, you would not, you maybe think she's like the fortune teller. Yeah. Oh, it does sure. give that vibe because of like the fringed and the flowy dress. Table. Yeah. Yeah. The psychic. I get that yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. That's but I mean, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Yes. She's beautiful. In the she's photo. stunning. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Jada's, Next. Oh, boy. Y'all. Part of what bothers me so much about this, and I don't even necessarily agree with Tyra's critique of the, I kind of wish you were just holding it like what? Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because whatever. But like, it's just so, besides her terrible half snarl, (laughs) it's just so unevenly done. Like her feet are so awkward. Is she wearing heels or standing on tiptoes? She's wearing heels. She's wearing heels. But like. You can't actually see the heel. 
I know. But it's this looks like a human who has never lifted anything. Yeah. Before. Yeah. It doesn't look because you would never hold a barbell like that. Crooked. No. You should. She really should have done it with one arm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, the classic. I'm so but strong. There are lots of. She just didn't have to have it over her head. She could have had it at her waist level too. There's lots of ways to do this photo. I think Jada just is like dumb and, also, and doesn't I'm like, know how to. I'm looking at her pose. arms. This is someone who has worked out before. Uh, yeah. How do you not know how to lift a weight? And the only person that likes it is Twiggy because she thinks her abs are real. Well, Twiggy sort of like sort of. We'll get into it in private panel. (laughs) Jada's abs are uh, Twiggy's new Jade. (laughs) (laughs) So scared. So So mad about it. All right. So scared. Melrose is next. I really like this photo. I mean, this is. It's a great photo. I'm very annoyed by how the panel is like, oh, like, including Melrose. Everybody in the room is like, she's so ugly. And I'm like, they drew some lines on her face. You saw Eugenia's face, right? It's. It's a great photo, and she played the character perfectly. I yeah. think she did a great job. But the fact that they act like to have your face look like you're old makes you an ugly hag, I have a problem so, with. Because all of them do it. So, And I was like, including Melrose. Uh-huh. While watching this Age with... is the worst of all things. While watching <laughs> this with my husband, Chris, he said, oh, it looks like Lisa D'Amato, and then realized what he said. <laughs> I mean, I will say, I thought this was a really clever... For this made-up character. To put her by an elephant? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I get what the idea is. Yeah. And that's a really great fake elephant, I gotta say. Yeah. It's a great prop. I would have thought it was really, really? if I had yeah. just seen the photo. I agree. Yeah. Except it's too small. But yeah. I love baby, baby elephant. elephant. Yeah. Baby elephant. Yeah. But right. it's a very good photo. I just don't love the whole attitude in the room. Of they like, should have had a, They should have had yet a tidier baby elephant for Angel to stand beside. <laughs> How bigger than that elephant? <laughs> All right, Mega Gig is next. Oh, guys, it looks like she farted and then found it funny that she farted. I'm gonna go on record, and I don't dislike, I don't like her as a model, I don't dislike her as a person. I might put this in worst three photos ever that we've seen so far. It might be. Yeah. It's really bad. It's literally nothing, Mm -hmm. except she's rolling her eyes back in her head Uh, and this weird smile. She looked like she is mid blink. (laughs) <laughs> it looks like her whole face is blinking and whichever judge said it put it really well when they said it looks like you're waiting to start i think it was twiggy yeah i think it was yeah twiggy. twiggy's on fire this, this whole cycle really enliven this is bad the it's hair an, and makeup is so awful but she's also doing nothing. less than nothing Why? somehow just, also aren't you interacting with the beard she's playing with her, her hair, hair. Mm-hmm. it's such a bad beard it's so weird and to megig's credit she hates it. She, she can't. Knows. She doesn't even want to look at it. I mean, she breaks down in a way that made me uncomfortable almost. Yeah. And I know she's a crier, apparently, it sounds like. But, like, she kind of can't talk. It, it goes on forever. And then during Carrie D's evaluation. She's still, still crying. crying. She's yeah, I can't quite pull it together. Still sobbing. And I'm like, guys, production, you could have taken a minute. Like, gotten her a water or something. Mm-hmm. Because she's going home very clearly. Tyra is telling her that she should have used her insecurities and how she was feeling to play the character. Like Megan. But she says, the bearded lady in the circus probably doesn't want to be there. Unlike all these other freaks (laughs) who are dying to be here. Strong woman, maybe. Rubber girl. Poor bearded lady. She doesn't want to be here. (laughs) She wrote The Greatest Showman. Tyra said, creative consultant. Oh, God. 
God. All right, but Carrie D's last, and this is iconic. So good. It's so good. That pose, her legs are eight miles long. And Carrie D even says it herself, face, neck up. She had a lot to deal with. Mm-hmm. Nose, makeup, hat, hat umbrella. Umbrella? <laughs> Why the umbrella? I don't know. But it's so good. It's... She managed it all beautifully. Are her boobs really low? Because this is reminding me of that pink dress she wore earlier. I think she might have a low boob. Like her chest or just a lower. long torso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. but like it starts lower than you would expect it to. Yeah, but this is like so good. It's like one of my favorites, and I remembered this shot. Mm-hmm. Even, and you like it even though the nose is upside down. Yep, you forget it. It gaslights you. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, like Poratusa <laughs> was like, I didn't even know you had a nose. Now I want that nose. It's oh. powerful and sort of flirtatious and a yeah. little bit mean. It's so good. It's, so good. You know what's not powerful though? Everyone's ability to do an elephant impression. Why is everyone so bad at this? <laughs> you, you had a whole season with Kenya to practice. <laughs> why? Why aren't you making the editors jump in for you, Tyra? You're so bad at this. But also, Carrie D is not good at no. it. Carrie D does. Just... And I'm like, what? Well, then Tyra goes like a horse, like a horse. Oh, oh Lord! God. Private panel. <laughs> you know, there's just something so sweet about Brooke. You just want to put her on a cupcake and eat her. Yum! You know how you put sweet things on top of other sweet things. Atusa, <laughs> are you in Tavor? <laughs> also, Twiggy calls Megag unstable, and she's the only one who's brave enough to say it. Yeah. Yeah, except she also says there's something about her unstableness that's quite scary. Again. <laughs> Stop getting scared by dumb things, Twiggy. She's an old English lady. She probably voted for Brexit. There is a whole panel. There's a whole table in between you and these girls. Nothing is going to happen to you. You know how other people's word for everything is fake? Twiggy's is scary. Scared. And she's, uh, I find Jada's abs a bit scary. They're drawn on to me. Oh, oh. And Miss J goes, oh, Twiglet. <laughs> I love that she goes, Anchel just bores me stiff. (laughs) Which is funny because despite seemingly having so much storyline and so much personality all the time, anytime Anchel's in front of them, she's like, hey guys, it's Anchel. Where's the Anchel that pushed Monique? Yeah! (laughs) Give me angry Anchel. I would Mm -hmm. love that. Absolutely. Also, Atusa Rubenstein likes in Meg... Kind of the same thing that she likes or she dislikes in Jada. Yep. It's yeah. very weird. Well, I I could see I could see Meg on the cover of Seventeen. A lot of teenagers would like that, right? The teens like this? Do the youth like this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you kids. I do like that. She was like, I want to stick up for me because everyone's just trouncing Meg. Yeah. Like the I feel like that the there's wall. someone who's saying something nice about Meg. Because she is kind of like that. 17 girl mm-hmm. although and she seems very sweet although she has brooke right there yeah, yeah. to be the most 17, 17 that anyone shall ever be she's almost literally 17, 17. <laughs> who does atusa say and i love this line you're booked for a job do the job jada jada, jada. she hated jada she did hate jada she, which i also enjoyed because i hate jada i yeah. also hate jada <laughs> Because Atusa can see that at least with Meg, Meg would be fun to be around. Mm -hmm. 
This Atusa's was also, like, I'm not working with Jada. <laughs> this was a moment where it felt like Atusa's input did swerve the panel because they're all like, we like this photo. And then Miss J is like, oh, I don't know. And then Atusa's like, you're there to do a job. You do the job. We had to work with her so much. And then the whole panel is like, you're right. She's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so call out order. Obviously, Carrie D is first. Clearly. And can we just say that maybe it's performative, maybe it's Maybelline, but um, Melrose is so happy for Carrie D. Yeah. She is. Yeah. I think they kind of like each other, even though I think they're Melrose likes Carrie D. I think, I I think, think Carrie, Carrie D. D respects Melrose. Sure. I think they do. Yeah. Second call out is not Melrose, it's Eugenia. Most improved. I'm actually okay with the Eugenia. Well, she most won improved. the challenge. Yeah, she sure. won the challenge. I think I'm actually fine with the Eugenia being second. Mm. Then AJ, America's next top carnivorous model, and Carrie D on the sideline <laughs>, laughs her ass off at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Carrie D, Come. you've won. <laughs> You're not it. impressing anyone. Down. Then Melrose, great. Mm-hmm. Then Michelle. Okay. They just really want one of the twins to feel bad in every episode. Oh, yeah. Amanda. Uh, then Anshul. Fee-fi-fo-fum, thank God. <laughs> How long did she spend workshopping <laughs> that in her head? You know what you're going to say? You're gonna, don't blow it. Don't blow it. Don't. You did it. You did it, Anshul. Because it. usually, <laughs> Carrie D and Anshul both give you the reactions. Well, mm-hmm. I love Carrie D's reactions. They're usually just guttural noises. Yeah. Where it's like, Carrie D, ah! And Anshul's are... I, I sympathize with that. <laughs> are these little, like, Yes. And I actually <laughs> like that for Anshul. Just like, yeah, Anshul. Oh, we skipped this. And right before we get to the end, when they were complimenting Carrie D's look, and she did look good in panel, they were like, you look chic. And she goes, ah! <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, ruined it. The moment's gone, Carrie Ooh, D. But that hair, the hair's getting figured getting, out. Getting there. Uh, after Anshul is Amanda, how they split the twins Whatever. up. Whatever. And then Brooke. Poor Brooke. Too low, I think. Yeah, I don't understand why Brooke was that low. I, I mean, who would you have had below her, though? I, I would have actually... The other it's not twin. their fart. fart. It's not their fart. <laughs> it's but not. I actually... Both twins, I would have been lower. I this was a yeah. weak, weak, weak for the twins. I think it was. Not, I think the twins should have been the be- but bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Like but the they also didn't fourth. really do good at that challenge. Mm-hmm. Like, no. no. So that leaves Jada and Meg... In the bottom. Which are probably the, the correct worst photos. Correct problem. Correct problem. Correct bottom, too. Yeah. Uh, but they have the same problem. <laughs> Which is not true. Uh, not true. They well, both, they both can't take a good photo. They've got the goods, but you're not bringing it to the table. <laughs> you know when shopping. you have the goods, but you don't take them to the table? Why wouldn't you bring them to that table? Stop being stingy That's with your goods. That's what the table is for. You put the goods on them. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So, obviously... Meg goes home. But she's going to be fine because she and her friend are going to start a two-person band. Also, she's just like, why can't... She came to this show wanting to hang out. Yes. Not to actually No, I think she wanted to make another one who maybe wanted to make friends. I just... I don't get it. I don't... I I don't... There were so many other people in casting that should have been cast over Meg. Yeah. I... mm, Meg's such a weird case. She's a, a weird little character. I just don't think any of it's her fault. If you want to get on the show for, like, why did you cast this person, that I I understand. But she's just, like, a happy girl. Should she be there? No. Do I hate her? Also, no. <laughs> I mean, I do. I know you do. Her name is Meg Morales. Great name. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And she's active on Instagram. I, and I don't mean this as a joke, even though it feels like it will be, <laughs> I can't tell you what she does. Like, I just don't. Like, there's some modeling photos, but mm-hmm. they feel more just like 
like how anyone models on Instagram. Kind of. <laughs> sure, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I will say, I'll show you some other photos of her. Well, she looks quite beautiful and the same as she does now. Uh, much shorter hair. Mm. But here's one from about a year ago. It's like March 2019 where she buzzed all of her hair <gasps> off. Mm-hmm. But there doesn't necessarily seem to be a reason for she just it. just did it. Yeah, like I'm just saying there isn't this like um like a sad reason for it. It does sort of seem like a manic pixie dream girl wandered onto the set of yeah. America's Next Time. But like a real a real one. A real one. Yeah. Well, I did a little bit of research on my egg and I found some music videos that she did oh. from like two years ago. Oh, don't no. They're <laughs> Horrendous. For herself or for a different artist? For herself. Oh, okay. She did actually go and start a band oh. with someone where she played the like uh, guitar mm-hmm. and her friend played piano and then they played grungy blues. Yeah, story checks out. I mean, I was about to say, give it to Meg. She follows through on stuff. <laughs> yeah. She and her friend, they have a two-person band. Yeah, they have a two-person band. Oh, she looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Very recent modeling photo. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. I a million percent get not liking Meg, and definitely I don't think any of us appreciated her as a model. No. No. And I get f- being fully frustrated that she was on the show. Yes. Yeah. That being said, I ended up mostly finding her pleasant. Yeah, kind of charming in know. a weird I way. Just, I, I just can't get mad at a young girl who maybe hasn't figured out her entire personality yet and has latched onto something that she likes and but she, at least seems happy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I could not... I know Alexander could not stand being in a room with that. <laughs> well, that's, I'm the Melrose, and it's just like, this is not... Say, you're just team hot tub. Yeah, I am team hot tub. I'm not team cool balcony. Yeah. I don't know if I'm either team. There's people I like on both. Are you Eugenia, who's gone? Yes. <laughs> there you go. You just say my opinion. <laughs> and then I'm Brooke, who's like, you know what Hannah said? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she told me, camo hat, twisting. <laughs> <laughs> And if you also enjoy wearing hats in the hot tub, you should rate, review, and subscribe uh, to this podcast. We love hearing about you. We're now uh, number 19 on the Jamaican comedy podcast charts. Let's push that up. Let's push it up. (laughs) Number one in Jamaica. Number one, please. Vacation destination. (laughs) Do they ever go to Jamaica? They went the first... Remember they did the first... That was where they went to the rooftop? Yes. Yes. It was cycle three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. I'm mostly on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm lurking on that Twitter. And next episode, I'm going to read some tweets from y'all. Yay. So you know I see them at JW Crump. And of course, use the hashtag PodLeadum so that we can see it, so that we can get some sort of traction. Y'all are doing really good work with that. I really appreciate it. Yeah, let me just say every time, and we say this a lot, mm-hmm. but and I, I, I actually want to take that moment to like, Recently, there's been an influx of people like reaching out, Reddit, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all that. And we truly love doing this. And if you we if you guys hadn't found the show and made uh, – we love doing the show already. But if you also hadn't loved us doing it and giving us this encouragement, I don't – who knows if we would have kept up right. doing mm-hmm. it. Oh, it's, it's so joyful. You're, you're definitely the gasoline to the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We like hanging – we would hang out regardless – but you you get us back on these mics every, every <laughs> Press and record, baby. So for Pod Leadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jean Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see all of you on top. 
Podlitum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.